Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. Christmas is approaching, boys, and I want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Today, I want to talk about something that I thought may apply somewhat to Christmas, at least something you can do that's a little bit homework while you're with your family, relatives, and friends over this Christmas holiday, and that is how to keep women 10 times more interested in you by commanding your masculine energy. Now, why would I want to do this right before Christmas? Well, a lot of you guys are going to go see your family. A lot of you guys are going to go see your moms and your dads, your uncles and your aunts, your grandmas and your grandpas. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about what I'm about to speak about on this episode today and apply it to your mom and your dad and your grandfather and your grandmother. Or if your parents are split up, think about how maybe this played a part in it. So what I want you to do is just really observe, really think about this. And I really want you to apply this to your life because there's actually a movement right now in society that's trying to dismantle the very thing that I'm going to speak about. It tries to make you feel guilty for being a fucking man. It tries to make you apologize for your masculine instincts. And a lot of us are way too fucking feminine. We've basically got a vagina in our pants and we sit down when we pee. And a lot of women have a ball sack in their pants. You ever talk to a girl who's basically like a dude? How unbelievably unattractive is that, right? When you talk to a girl and she's like, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? And she's fucking standing with her legs apart, scratching her balls and smelling her armpits. You're like, what the fuck? Is this a dude or a chick? Not attractive. Now, for all you female listeners, and I'm thankful for all of you because I do have quite a few, don't get butthurt about what I'm saying now. All I'm saying is that attraction-wise, when it comes to a heterosexual man being attracted to a woman... It's all about her femininity. Now, obviously her looks matter a lot, the way she handles herself, her integrity, all that stuff. But I'll tell you, femininity plays such a gigantic part of it. And boys, for you gentlemen listening, your masculinity is an integral part to keeping women attracted to you. So we are gonna talk about how to get highly into your masculine energy, why it's important that you lead both the interaction as well as the relationship with the woman, and also how it's important that she goes into her feminine energy, either by you going so deeply into your masculine that it forces her into her feminine, or the best case scenario, she actually agrees with the stuff. She actually agrees that it's better when a woman is in her feminine and a man is in her masculine. It creates more sexual tension and she goes there by choice. So we're gonna talk about all that great stuff. Before I do jump into the content, I wanna let you guys know that next week on the 27th and the 29th or perhaps the 30th, anyway, Monday and Thursday of next week, I will not be dropping podcasts. I'm gonna be with my family that week celebrating the Christmas holiday, taking a little break from both coaching as well as this podcast. So stay tuned because I'll be dropping my next one on Monday, January 3rd, 2022. And one more thing, boys, before I do jump into that content, as I've said on the few previous podcasts that I've recorded, I am going to be absolutely slammed in January. Everyone's going to come out with their New Year's resolutions. They're all going to think about now's the year that I have to get girls. So if you want to get on my list, if you want to get on that free one-on-one breakthrough session with me and beat the fucking tidal wave that's going to happen 
which very likely will keep me busy through January, February, as well as possibly into March, although I may open up some spots depending on what happens, I would get in sooner rather than later. This is your chance. My assistant, Lindsay, is still gonna be checking emails. She will reach out to you, letting you know, got your application, Mark will hit you up when he's back from his vacation. And while I am not dropping podcasts on those two days, Mondays and Thursdays, I still will be doing some emailing here and there. So if you wanna get in, man, I strongly suggest you do so sooner rather than later. All right, let's jump into the content. So you're a man, brother. I don't know if you've looked lately in your pantalones there, but you got two balls and a penis. You were born as a man. And despite what so many people are saying in the media, which is fucking crazy to me, there are only two genders. Okay, you were either born a man or a woman. You can argue that all day long with me. You will never change my mind. Now, I'm very open-minded to many different things, but that whole fucking thing, I don't get it, bro. Gender fluid, all gender bathroom. They have that at Chiba Hut. I go to this place called Chiba Hut. It's a sandwich shop. All genders are welcome in this bathroom. What the fuck does that mean? Honestly, what the fuck does that mean? Now, listen, if you're one of those people that flows through your genders, more power to you, bro. If that's what you want to do, I don't get it. I don't believe it. It's not for me. So in this podcast episode, we're going to go off the fundamental truth that there are men and there are women. And while I do understand that sometimes men want to become women and women want to become men, what we are talking about here are heterosexual men and heterosexual women. All that other stuff does not concern me. It does not concern this episode. If that's what you want to go do, more power to you, specifically if it makes you happy and specifically if it brings you to peace. Even if you want to identify as a dog for a day, brother, that's all up to you, man. If it makes you happy, just don't come into my room and pee on my pillow because you think you're a dog for the day. That's the only thing I ask. But honestly, like, I have a lot of gay friends. I have a lot of lesbian friends. I even have some transgender friends. I have absolutely nothing against it. But the whole, like, there's not two genders, I don't even understand it. Like, how can they possibly think that, right? You're either born a man or a woman. Now, I understand, again, you may identify as something else. And even in Native American tribes, when men or women would identify as the opposite gender, they'd actually consider them two souls and they would admire them and respect them more because of it. So there's something to be said for that. But in this episode, we are just focusing on two genders, okay? You, brother, are a man, right? Are you a man, yes or no? That's what I fucking thought. You are a man and you wanna get a woman because you are masculine and you are drawn to the opposite energy polarity, femininity. Now let's take that statement, opposite energy polarity, okay? So the word polarity means polar, which means polar opposites, okay? It's like the yin and the yang, the north and the south pole, two magnets that are attracted to each other because one's a plus and one's a negative, right? So they're different energy polarities. Now let me ask you this. If you're a feminine dude, okay, if you're basically a goddamn fucking pussy and you meet a girl who's highly masculine. Do you think there's gonna be a lot of sexual polarity there? Is there a lot of difference between your two energies? No, because she's basically a dude and you're basically a chick, which ironically is what society is trying to make all of us, at least some parts of society, not all, definitely not this podcast and not a lot of other podcasts as well and not a lot of other people. In fact, real quick side note, I think this whole like, trying to make dudes more feminine and women more masculine is gonna be a thing of the past pretty damn soon. I just think it's swinging to one extreme opposite coming from a time and place where women were segregated, we had a lot of sexism. So I think it's a natural swing and I think it's gonna come back and this whole, hey guy, be more feminine, hey girl, be more masculine movement 
will lose its steam pretty soon. But right now, bro, we are in the thick of it. And a lot of people feel apologetic for being a fucking man, which is a big reason, obviously, I named this podcast the Unapologetic Man Podcast. I'm not going to be apologizing because I'm a dude and I'm masculine and I want to have sex with a feminine, beautiful woman. It's what we want to do. So if you have a woman who's highly masculine and a man who's highly feminine, is there going to be a lot of sexual tension there? No. Because if you look at it, it's almost like there's two people standing on a football field, okay? And they're holding a rubber band between them. The closer they are together, the less tension there is in that rubber band. The more they stand apart, let's say one person's at the 50-yard line, the other person's at the end zone on the opposite side of the field, there's a lot of sexual tension there. Now move one person to one end zone and the other person to the other end zone and look how much tension there is between them. Now, if you're in Great Britain or maybe even Australia, I'm talking about a pitch. I don't know if you American dudes knew, but the field is called a pitch in Great Britain. And also, by the way, they call their shoes boots and they call a trunk of a car a boot. How do you know if the boot's in the boot? What are you gonna do when the boot's in the boot and you tell me that, hey, the boot's in the boot, go get the boot out of the boot. And I'm like, which boot are you talking about? Are you talking about the boot to the boot? It's super confusing that language, man. That's why Americans made it better, my Australian and great British chaps. <laughs> we have seriously improved upon the English language. Ah, I'm just fucking with you. Don't hyperextend your vagina, bro. Relax, man. I'm just joking with you, but anyway. When you have sexual tension, it's like two people standing on opposite sides of the field holding a rubber band that's super fucking tight. And what happens, dude? The thing that happens is the second you get in the door in her apartment, she's ripping off your clothes, you're ripping off her panties, and you guys are having the wildest naked monkey sex you've ever had in your life because there's that sexual tension there. Now, what's happening, as I've spoken about, is the mass pussification of the American, British, Australian, Canadian, and any other country you wanna fill in the gap with, male, and the mass masculinity of the woman, because for some reason, there's a big movement, and I completely disagree with it, that's basically saying femininity is weaker, femininity is not strong, femininity is the inferior energetic polarity between those two, and I think that's complete bullshit. So they're trying to make women more masculine. Okay, so we know right off the bat that this kills sexual attraction, and for a lot of you guys, you're way too feminine, you're way too passive, you're way too agreeable, you're way too anxious, you're way too scared of what she thinks, you're way too externally validated. All those things are feminine energy inside a masculine man, and you come off as a pussy. When you come off as a pussy, women are instinctually unattracted to you. So one of the best ways to ramp up your attraction, and it's why I named this podcast a way to 10X her interest in you, is to get highly, highly into your masculine energy. All right, let's break this out and look at what masculinity does. Okay, first of all, masculinity is internally validated. It doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks about it. It only cares what it thinks about itself. Think about the last really masculine dude who you knew, who you hung out with, or who you spoke to. Do you think that guy actually gives a shit about what anybody else thinks? Or is he only internally validated where his opinion of himself is the only thing that matters? Now let's look at you. How much on a scale of one to 10 do you fear rejection? How much do you have approach anxiety? I'll tell you, bro, if it's anywhere over a three, you are too much in your feminine energy, which is wanting to be externally validated, which isn't wrong, okay? It isn't wrong, it's just wrong for a dude. 
It's just wrong for what you're trying to do. And I don't even want to say wrong. It's not technically wrong. It's just preventing you from getting the results that you want to get, which is to be an approach machine. Am I right? You want the ability to see any girl, go up to her, talk to her, get her attracted to you, snag her phone number and date her later. Am I right or am I wrong? I know for every single one of you, because I get on these breakthrough sessions every day, sometimes five times a day, I know what the fuck you want. Okay, you want the ability to attract women at will, which includes going up to them and should they reject you, not giving a literal fuck about what they think or what they say. You don't care. You congratulate yourself on the level of effort. Did I go up to that chick? Was I courageous enough to approach her? Yes. Then good fucking job, bro. I'm proud of you. And that's where you base your feelings of self-esteem on. Okay, so the masculine man is highly internally validated. Now, just telling you this may be enough to get you there. Probably not. Many times it takes intrusive NLP training to get you into that internally validated state because in addition to being too much in that feminine energy, which wants to be validated, by the way, that's why women dress up. That's why they go out. They post on Instagram. They post on TikTok. They want that attention. They want those likes because the feminine receives and that's okay. That's awesome. I fucking love it. I love giving women my attention. And that's your job as a man is to validate women. Your job as a man is not to be validated by women. And this, by the way, is why good-looking guys often have a disadvantage with women. It's because for as long as they can remember, they've been validated by women, they've been desired by women based on their looks, so they seek that, they've been addicted to it, and it gets them into their feminine, and they become highly externally validated, therefore approach anxiety goes up, and these guys always end up with chicks that pick them, they don't pick the girls that they want. And I guarantee you, there's like a good looking guy right now listening, he's like, holy shit, this guy's right, of course I'm right, bro, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. But for the rest of us average looking dudes, if you are too externally validated, caring about what she thinks about you, you are shooting yourself in the foot and you are not in your masculine energy. So how do we change it? Well, like I said, first of all, awareness alone is curative. You just knowing that, hey, listen, I should stop caring about what she thinks. I should only care about what I think of myself. And a little side note of that is you should start liking yourself by telling yourself, I like you, I approve of you, I even love you, you are my hero. That's a different podcast episode. But once you're aware that this problem exists inside of you, then you can take steps to change it. And sometimes it'll even change on its own. If not, then we need to get intrusive. Okay, the next thing a highly masculine man is, is numbers oriented. Okay, he doesn't care about the results. He doesn't care about opinions. He doesn't care about what was said or who said it. He only cares whether or not he hit his numbers. And he tells himself, I'm going after this many girls this week. I don't give a shit what happens. If she says no, I'm only getting closer to a yes. And by the way, all you salesmen out there, you're able to get into the state when you're doing cold calling, when you're getting lots of sales, when you're crushing it. If you're a successful salesman, you know how to access your masculine state. The problem is, is that you're not able, for some of you, to access that masculine state when it comes to women. You have this issue, usually stemming from an issue with your mom or an issue with your dad, which I'll talk about in a second, but it's all about numbers for the masculine man. He doesn't give two fucks what she said, how she said it, how many numbers he gets at the end of the day. It's how many girls he approached. That's all that matters. He's also extremely towards oriented. I cannot stress this enough. This is probably the most important thing in a masculine man's identity is he's towards focused. What does that mean? 
It means you're focusing on what could go right, not what could go wrong. You're focusing on the goal. You're focusing on what's ahead of yourself. You're looking out the windshield and not focusing on the small 10%. That's your rear view mirror. Your rear view mirror is a bunch of stuff that could go wrong and people who are in their feminine energy are constantly looking at it. This is why when it goes boom in the night, the man goes and fucking checks it out with his Glock 9 millimeter and the woman says, be careful, um, make sure not to you know, get yourself killed, right? She warns you of the issues that could happen. Remember guys, your mom, don't forget your jacket, Jimmy. Make sure to eat your lunch, Brian. Don't forget to do X, Y, Z. They're always worrying because that's their job. Worrying is not bad. It's what we need as men because a lot of us are fucking knuckle-dragging idiots. And we need a woman to say, hey, be careful when you go do that. Marissa, my girlfriend, does it to me all the time. Be careful when you go out there. Make sure to do this. Don't make this mistake. I love her for that. That's highly feminine. But the masculine is all towards, towards, towards. Drive fast so you can keep the accidents behind you. Why is it that the rearview mirror and even the side mirrors only encompass about 10 to 15% of your sight view when you're driving. 90% or 85% of it is your windshield looking straight out at it, going towards your goal, being highly goal-oriented. And in addition to that, being solution-oriented. When something goes wrong, the masculine man is, yo, how could I fix it? Who gives a shit about what the problem is? And in fact, he gets excited about fixing problems. He gets excited about issues that come up because he's like, yeah, I can fix them. And every time you fix a problem, by the way, your testosterone goes up. So many guys have low testosterone because society, as fixated as it is on comfort and convenience, has removed a lot of the challenges that we should be facing in our day-to-day -day lives. This is why, boys, I always say, every day do something that sucks have a hobby, a venture, an entrepreneur endeavor that challenges you every day and fucking pisses you off. As a lot of you guys know, I'm doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh my hell can that Brazilian jiu-jitsu piss in my river. That thing goes right up to my river, throws its leg up on a branch and launches diarrhea all down my river because every single time I get my ass handed to me and it's real, boys. Think about a 220-pound man putting his entire weight onto your fucking ribs, which is what happened to me today, and I could not move. And then he twists my arm behind my back in a Kimura, could not get out of it, almost snapping my fucking shoulder, and I tap out, knowing that motherfucker could have killed me. That's real. That builds character. That's what the masculine man does. He goes into discomfort willingly because he knows when he embraces the suck, and not only raises your testosterone, but it's extremely good for your health overall as a man because we are designed to overcome adversity. This is why half the dudes out there in America, Great Britain, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, we all have pussies in our pants, right? And sometimes I do too, and that's why I go into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because I need to harden the fuck up. And I have a poster above my desk, I'm looking at it right now, of the dudes invading Normandy in World War II. June 6, 1944, Omaha Beach, the fucking gate drops and there's bullets coming at you and you and your boys have to go charge towards those bullets to free France and free the world of Nazism. And on it says, harden the fuck up. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. So if you're not doing something every day that sucks, lifting weights, doing a hobby that's really hard, starting a business that's kicking your fucking ass and you're failing time and time again, you are not leveraging the potential 
to make yourself 10 times more attractive to women by stepping deep into your masculine energy. Masculinity is all about the numbers. It's towards oriented. It does something every day that sucks. It, and this is number five, is the provider, the presider, and the protector of its friends, of its family, of anybody who it cares about. And this is what's really interesting about masculinity is the most masculine man is able to go into his femininity because yes, brother, you do have femininity inside of you. And in fact, the femininity inside of you, if you can access it correctly, should be about 20%, 80% is masculine, 20% of it is feminine. But the most masculine man is he who protects and he who, ironically, listen to this, nurtures, is the nurturer. The leader, the silverback of the gorilla tribe is always the one who is the conflict negotiator. He goes over to the gorilla babies and makes sure they're okay if they fell off a branch or something like that. So you stepping into your masculinity is protecting others, leading them, presiding over them and making sure that they're okay and acting from compassion. You know, what's really interesting is Philadelphia in its Greek origination or maybe it's Latin means brotherly love. And I talked about this in the Peaceful Warrior podcast I did a, maybe like a year ago, where really the masculine man is he who loves and he who loves unconditionally, loves his brothers in arms, loves the world and wants to better it. You are the sheepdog that protects the sheep from the wolves. And that's what a masculine man does. So to make yourself more attractive to women, you have to step highly into your masculine energy. And you know how to do it, bro. You don't need to listen to this podcast. You know exactly how to be a fucking man. You're born a man. Look in your pants right now, bro. I know for some of you, you may think there's something else in there, but I guarantee you it doesn't look like a clam. It looks like a twig and berries, okay? If you got the twig and berries, bro, you are a fucking man and you know how to step into that. Get back to it. You were born that way. Don't let society, other people's opinions, and the wave of anti-masculinity force you into becoming a fucking pussy. Step up, become a man, do what the fuck you have to do, go after your goals, be towards oriented, go into pain willingly, and be the fucking warrior that you were born as. When you step into that, women get more attracted to you. Now, here's the next point of my podcast. I'm getting pretty fired up here. Might have to pop off my shirt and do some push-ups, bro. I'm fucking fired up. Here's the next point of this podcast. When you're in your masculine energy, which by the way, includes leading the woman, all about frame control. Okay, if you haven't heard about frame control, smack yourself in the face so hard your feelings pop out of your molars. Okay, this shit is super important. This is the essence of masculinity, leading, taking her to an experience, showing her the thing that she wants to be shown, leading her to where she wants to be led in control, but not controlling. When you have frame control, women are going to test you. The reason they do this is because they're essentially testing your masculinity. If you fail these tests, which I talk about in those frame control episodes, she loses attraction for you because failing the test shows her that you're not being masculine. For most women, once they've tested you a couple times and you've passed it, they stop doing it and they relinquish and go into their feminine energy and let you lead as the masculine man. Okay, I'm gonna go way out on a branch here and I'm gonna make a pretty extreme statement. If the woman isn't willing to move into her femininity, just like you're not willing to move into your masculinity, the relationship will collapse. It is essential that the woman moves into her femininity either by way of force, by you being super masculine and kind of putting her there by force. Force isn't really the right word, but it's like 
you're so on your masculine, she has nowhere else to go. She can't outdo you, right? She can't outmasculine the masculine. So she naturally goes into her feminine and then the relationship works. She lets you lead. She lets you make the decisions. She goes into her feminine and femininity has many great things. So many great things. I love women. I love the feminine. I just want to drink it up. That's why I fucking do this. It's because women and femininity is so beautiful, man. It's so beautiful and it's so necessary. So don't ever think I'm dogging on femininity. It's not about that. I'm dogging on the femininity that comes out in you when it prevents you from going into your masculinity. That's it. It's simply preventing you from moving there. But for a woman, it's the most beautiful thing ever. And when she goes into it, when she lets you lead, when she receives your energy, when she becomes a girl, how sexy is a girl, boys? I was thinking about my first love tonight. And I was like, why was I so strong on this chick? She was literally a six. Okay, she was not attractive. She had horse teeth, red hair, bad skin. She had some pretty cute eyes and like a nice ass, but like she's a six, bro. There's no way to explain it. I was so in love with this girl, so strong. To this day, when I see her picture, I still feel those feelings like 25 years later. Why was I so strong? Because she was highly, highly feminine. And only tonight did I figure this out because I was preparing this podcast and I was like, yo, the girl has to be in her feminine. The dude has to be in his masculine. And I was like, start thinking about this girl. Krista was her name. And I was like, why was I so into her? And I thought about all the shit she did and how she behaved. And I was like, bing, bro. She was super duper feminine, super feminine. And some of you guys right now are nodding. You're like, yeah, man, I had a girl like that, just super girly. And what was the sex like? Bomb, dude, right? Like when she's sucking your dick, when that ass is up high, it just wants to make a motherfucker cry. The sex is so good. But when you get some dude coming in, like a chick that's a dude, she's like, all right, go ahead and stick it in my butt. Let's get this done. You're like, oh, God, no, I don't want to go there, girl, guy, whatever you are, I don't want to do it because she's like a dude. There has to be the polarity there. It's all about energy, boys. You and your masculine, her and her feminine. So if you get a girl, and this is really common these days, that refuses to go into her feminine, who says, nope, I'm not gonna do it. I wear the pants in the family. I'm making the decisions. Then the dude becomes emasculated. There is no sex happening. No sexual tension, no attraction. And this is why I want you to look at your parents your aunts and your uncles and your grandparents. Okay, if the chick is wearing the pants, which I know happens in the families of so many of you guys listening, if the chick is wearing the pants, I guarantee you the man isn't getting sex. And just look how they behave. Look how he's emasculated. Or on the flip side of things, look at your dad or your uncle or your grandpa who's the fucking man, right? He's like working on the car. He's all masculine. He's kind of quiet and he's just super like oriented towards what the fuck he wants to get done. And then look at the woman who's super feminine. Those are the relationships that work. Now, this isn't across the board true. There's also important dynamics of personality, of dysfunctions. Believe me, it's not just about masculine and feminine, but a lot of times that traditional kind of 1950s, the man is the man, the woman is the woman, that's where relationships really have the heat inside of them and there's still that all-important sexual tension, all-important sexual tension. So observe this. Observe how your dads and uncles and brothers and grandparents behave and observe how your aunts and grandmas and moms and sisters behave and kind of think about like what's going on with their femininity here? What's going on with their masculinity here? Is this working? Is there polarity there? Or are they standing so close to each other on the pitch 
or the football field that there's absolutely no sexual tension. You can kind of feel and you can kind of tell like, yo, there's something kind of wrong here. And I'll tell you, most divorces is when dudes give up the frame, when dudes go too much into their feminine energy and the woman comes too much into her masculine energy, she loses respect for him. This is what happens all the time, boys. She loses respect for him, for a man who can't get into his masculine energy and lead her to where she wants to be led, show her a good life, protect her, preside over her, smack her ass when she's walking by and fuck the shit out of her when that sexual tension is so intense that he can't resist her for one second longer. That's what a woman wants. So as you go into the holidays, boys, and I'm gonna do the same thing, let's work on our masculinity. Once again, you don't need training on this, man. I mean, some of you guys need some NLP because, and I wanted to mention this, oftentimes when our dad lets us down, our dad dies, our dad was a real asshole to us, our dad does something that lets us down, we mistrust the masculine and what happens subconsciously is we mistrust the masculine within ourselves. So that's when we get approach anxiety. That's when we become externally validated. That's when we actually care what chicks think and we're not goal-oriented. We're not going towards our goals, driving fast down the freeway to avoid the accidents behind us. So oftentimes, if you've been let down by a father, a grandfather, an older brother, something like that, or even your own masculinity lets you down, you don't trust it inside yourself and you step instead into femininity, or I should say femininity kind of takes over. And this is oftentimes where approach anxiety and issues like that come from. So kind of interesting. I say it a lot to my clients when I get on the phone with them. And for a lot of guys, it's like a huge epiphany, like, fuck, my dad let me down. That's why I don't trust the masculinity within myself. And that's why I'm so terrified of getting rejected by girls. That's why I get stifled. That's why I have an issue with the feminine is because I'm in the feminine. Ah, uh, it makes sense. It's the same thing with chicks too. Girls who are highly let down by their mom, they step into the masculine. They become basically like a dude and then no dudes want to fuck them because it's basically like a guy with two balls and a dick swinging in his pants. Who would want to fuck that? I mean, a gay dude might, but us heterosexual guys, it's gross, right? A chick who's like a dude, like, sorry, bro. I don't know about you, not into it. If you are into it, hey, that's cool. Uh, I don't know what's going on with you, but that's your prerogative. I'm not into it. And I know like 99% of you guys aren't either. We want that feminine girl, that hot girl who smells good, soft skin, beautiful eyes, and just girly, right? I don't know about you boys, but that turns me on <laughs> like no tomorrow, just like that first girlfriend. And that's something I tell women. If I was ever a dating coach of women, I would say get deep into your feminine energy. Trust is masculinity. Just be a girl. And I don't have to teach girls how to be girls. They know how to do it. So really this needs no training other than to unlearn what you've learned by society, media, and all this fucking movement about putting down masculinity and even in some ways putting down femininity. I think it's complete bullshit. Just be who you are. Step into it. You are a fucking man. You're a fucking warrior. And you women out there, be a woman. Let go. Be feminine. Let him take you on this experience. And if I were to train women, I would tell them the same thing I tell my guys. You're the selector. So right now I'm coaching the men's team, the black and red, the unapologetic army, but who knows, man, maybe in the future I'll teach the pink team, the little girly girls, because God, I love them. God, I love women. They're fucking awesome. And you guys should too. Love the feminine by stepping more into your masculine. All right, gentlemen, happy holidays. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas. And again, observe those dynamics because they're really interesting to observe and observe yourself. How much more do you need to step 
into your masculinity. You know what to do, man. You don't need me to train you on it unless you do, unless you need some intrusive NLP work. And if you do, let's get on the call together, man. I want to hear about your issues. I want to hear about your history and I want to help you achieve what you really want with women. Go to my website, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching. Go through the 500,000, 600 million, and 443,000 testimonials. Click the big red bubbly button. Fill in the application, which will only take you a couple of minutes. Hit submit. Either I or my assistant will get back to you, get you on my schedule, and you and I will get on that free one-on-one -on -one breakthrough session together. All right, gentlemen, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. I will see you on the 3rd. Okay, that's Monday the 3rd. Please tune back in. And in the meantime, if you want to leave a review, you know I'll send you a bunch of cool shit. Just email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you a bunch of great stuff. And I will see you boys in 2022. Kick some ass. I'll do the same. And I will see you in the next episode.